ghosts and ghouls, succubi and pegasi, hot dogs and old style. Welcome to the Chicago Table. All right, we are back. Welcome back, boys. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Yeah. Cheers. We already did the shot, but cheers either way. Or I did my shot. Clinkies. Tink. There we go. That was a nice one. Thank Sonorous. Clink. Um, so last time uh, we were at the table, um, you all summoned a garistro. Um, no big deal. You know, just happened to sacrifice 13 or 14 people. Summoned a garistro and killed it uh, valiantly. Um, and you uh, dug out the heart, but not at the loss of an important uh, person to one of the members of the party. Jesse, you lost your, I almost said son. Yeah. Surrogate son? Is yeah, that... I guess so. I... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, the soul and the um, character. He didn't lost. file paperwork, so it can't be adopted. Chris Blackheart <laughs> died, uh, although he he's also the one who oh, dealt the uh, killing blow to the Garistro as well. And then, uh, but that's because Sir Lord Ugh. brought him back from life and then uh, killed undead by turning him to dust. Um, but Chris said that you were the best father that a Dwergar could ask for. Um. It's After fun. that, you all went back to the uh, the Underden, and uh, you talked to Hemoth about kind of just going in. He's sort of acting as, as Elliot put it, as your fence. Not only your fence, but your, um, I don't know, uh, fetcher. <laughs> he just goes and gets you the items that you want. A purveyor of goods. There we go, purveyor of goods. Um, and so you all gave him a long uh, shopping list of things and, and lots of gold. As he was heading out, Fargus then asked Rostos if he could join um, uh, Hemoth, just because he felt like he had seen enough with that dark ritual that was done right before him, and he's just like, you know what? I've had my fill. I'm ready to go back to the uh, the above ground. And uh, he went with Hemoth on his cart to Gauntlegrim, um, and a sad departure. Uh, although Rostos gave him some uh, trinkets to remember him by, and a song to depart. Anything else I missed? That was a quick one, but I feel like that's those are the big beats. Uh, yeah, I think that's. I feel like that's the that was the gist of what happened last. Yep. Got okay. The, got the heart and lost some sons. <laughs> we are going to start this session not at the Underden, but in the highest room on the darkest, tallest obsidian tower in Gracklestuck. Um, if you go to roll 20, I've placed you all where you can see a sort of image that kind of captures what it looks like. I know it's not perfect, but um, as you can see, it's, it's very ornate and spiky and uh, very designed. Um, the sheen on the outside is almost mirror-like in quality. Within this tower uh, sits a figure once again familiar to you all. This is the figure of Gradst in his demon form. He sits upon... A dark throne, although there are very a lot of different um, elaborate um, makings to this throne, spirals and spikes and everywhere. It's very, very ornate. Um, he sits there eating grapes. There's a table full of olives and all the most obscure type of foods out there. Wine, obviously, is in his hand. And as he's sitting there looking out um, in his throne, looking out upon Gracklestug and watching the city that has pretty much become his... Um, uh, the door opens behind him and it sort of opens on its own and in kind of walks in slowly a bear. Very, very large bear. But this bear has a large scorpion-like tail, bat wings, and scales like a serpent and very large fangs that kind of hang over and he goes up to Grass and he says, Master Grast, how's it going? And Grass says, Oh, King Carlos, how are things? Is uh, is Nico finished with the experiment and the ritual they were working on? Oh, I believe so. Hey, can I have some of that salmon? Oh, King Carlos, of course you can have all the salmon you could ever want. Indulgence is the key to happiness. And King Carlos goes to the corner where there's just a mountain of salmon, and he just begins to feast. <clears throat> You're my best friend, Master Grodst. <laughs> Grodst says, yes, I know. Send in Nico. 
And um, King Carlos says, Nico, Nico, you come in now. Uh, and then Nico, the scaled teller of tales in their demonic form enters and Graz will stand up and walk over to you in their demonic form and say, Nico, any success? Master, I have only success. Oh, please tell me. What did you do? I knew you were taking your time with this one. Yes, uh, you know, uh, the knowledge you've granted me has unlocked a lot of potential in creating, you know, new spells, ways to manipulate reality as we see fit. Ooh, I like this. And any luck with the specific request with the, uh, you know, our old friend, Thembershod? Oh, of course. How did that go? it went perfectly. Perfectly. You Go see, on. There's something satisfying about being talked down to by a larger lizard, and I felt that mm, keeping him together wouldn't be the best idea, at least in terms of servitude. So I have concocted a spell, and I'm pleased to inform you that we have not one, but two. You made two from one? <clears throat> with the lonely diamond that you stole from, what were they called again, That the group? It's unimportant. Right, them. You made two? Yes. Well, please show me. Follow me, master. And at this point, uh, they walk into uh, the larger hall right outside of Gratz's throne room. And in that hall stands two young dragons. One of them is an amethyst dragon that is obviously purple and has floating crystals around their, uh, floating amethyst crystals floating around their head and sort of a white uh, tinge to their top of their head and along their back. The other one is a little more see-through. It is a crystal dragon that sits next to it as well. And uh, let's start with Elliot. Elliot, who are we looking at with the crystal dragon? Uh, you are looking at Ulvrith. So Gratz walks up. He's like, oh, this is lovely. Who is this? Nice to meet you. I'm the Ulvrith. Yes. Nice to meet you, Ulvrith. And who do we have over here? And he goes to the am- Amethyst Dragon. The Amethyst Dragon sort of spins around and goes, Hello, I am Zeiss. Nice to meet you, Zeiss. Zeiss the Amethyst Dragon and Ulrith. The Crystal Dragon. Welcome to the ranks. My name is Grast. I am your master. Uh, we are happy to serve you, master. What would our master have us do? Well, wait just a moment. I believe... Yes, that's him arriving right now. I believe Dro has just arrived. At this point, Dro's leathery black wings flap down onto one of the balconies, and he walks in. Dro! He who will not be seen. What have you learned? Much. Um, your enemy, Orcus, is assembling undead army led by skeleton dragon. Demigorgon seems to not be doing anything against us at the moment. Howling Dark is coming up with countermeasures that need not worry us. But the main thing at hand now is Orcus. Hmm. I hate him. As do I. He's annoying. And cheap and kind of stinky and a little bit fat. Not attractive. Not my type. Well, it seems like that is the most immediate problem. Tell you what, the four of you, all four of you, my minions, do me a favor. Go forth and decimate what Orcus thinks he has. Get rid of his army. Do not confront him directly. He's far too powerful for you. Take care of all his resources that he is working on resurrecting. Nico, you may ride upon one of the dragons if you wish. Thank you, Master, I will. And I can assure you that there will be no undead left for him to raise. Oh, I your like, army. I like the sound of that. Thank you, Nico. Well, to the four of you and our new dragons, well, be seeing you. 
Farewell, Master. We will be seeing you. Well, Nico would do that to ride on me. Yes, your voice reminds me of someone. I keep forgetting my accents. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if my tiny wings can cover you. So, you, Nico. You need not. Andro's wings will unfurl. Nico's. Uh, Climbs on top of the crystal dragon. Um, is it Ulrith? I'm sorry. Ulrith. 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 Um, and then Zeiss. Mm-hmm. And then Zeiss takes off. Everyone takes out outside of these balconies and fly in the direction that Dro is leading them to towards Orcus's undead skeletal army. Um, and uh, Grass returns to his chair, not before scratching uh, the demonic King Carlos on his neck a little bit before sitting down and drinking more wine. Cut back to the under den. Yeah. (laughs) More demons to kill. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Cut back to the under den where uh, the party is all together. Um, We last left you all. You had a long rest um, after the battle with the Garistro and uh, you are down one member um, as Fargus left with Hemoth. Hemoth will be returning. Fargus said that he will not. Um, but you have Jimjar, Anika. Um, the Order of the Gauntlet are still in the back. You all didn't tell them about the unholy uh, ritual that was going on. Um, but yeah, the ball is in your all's court. Timing-wise, did we like just get back from the ritual or is it like the next morning? No, because I, I figure all the shopping that went on right. um, last time, in that time I like to picture that you all, yeah, we can say it's the next morning. I don't want to jump ahead if you all don't want to, if that intrudes with a mechanic or anything, but we'll say that, you know, any amount of time reasonable has passed for you all to have like a long rest. Cool. Um, well, I guess I would just say like, ever since Calbang got to the Underdark and then definitely after failing some uh, Madness saves. He hasn't slept well in like nightmares and such. But after doing that ritual, and you know, for good or worse or bad, killing thirteen people in the process, uh, the nightmares have definitely ticked up, and the setting in kind of what what he's done. So becoming a bit more unhinged. If there has been a couple nights just bad sleeping and nightmares and things. And if I could add in a little bit, you did feel. Like you were killing some weaklings when you did that ritual, which I imagine that felt kind of good for Caliban. Yes. Yes. <laughs> hmm. I think middle of the night, I would have, Rastos would have looked at the drawing of like Frisky and Farkas standing on top of the, the goat, the goat from Mantle Dareth, and he would have gone to the bed that was Farkas's bed and sort of ran his sort of hands over the cover, felt the uh, the pillow, then probably looked at the other art that uh, had been made of him and Farkas at uh, Graven Hollow and the coloring books and the pictures. He'd probably take like a, a seat at the edge of what was Farkas's big bed for Farkas. And I think he probably contemplate what's been going on. And I think in the middle of the night, Rastos would pack up and leave. Pack up and leave where? The Underdone. Where are you heading to? Finding, maybe I try to trace the steps that, uh, what's his Hemoth took. You saw the direction that Hemoth went. Yeah. Um, he's got, he's gonna have like a couple, couple decent hours head start on you. Um, do you want to look for like the lizard? Like, what are you looking for specifically? I don't have my, my lizard was taken. I don't think he has anything. Just no, I'm saying lizard tracks. Oh, if I, they if had I a cart, see the cart, maybe looking for cart tracks, but I think he'd pack up most of what he has and he'd take the poster off the wall, fold it up, stuff it next to his like breast and his robes with the rope on top. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, he doesn't have his pen or ink or anything. So yeah, I think he'd just start walking through the uh, the underden towards the exit, and then start on his way looking for cart tracks and whatnot. 
Cool. Uh, does anyone want to do anything there, or should I go with Rostos? I want to check in with all four of you all. I imagine I'm sleeping, so. Fucking bailing, dude. Fucking bail. I'm, I, yeah, I mean, it's the middle of the night, I guess. I can't. No, nothing for me. Okay. Uh, Rostos, roll a survival check. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Yeah, you can find. Uh, you do find the tracks for a while, but you know that you're going to be way far behind. Are you? Is that what your goal is to do? Is to follow that? I think so, because I don't know the way out of here. Out of the underdark? Yeah. No. No. Of course not. No. No. You have no clue. Um, and they're going in a path that I know you have like the the recall ability to know where you are going. Um, but you, they're going down a path that you have not been down before. Um, as they're going a different route to Gontelgrim that Hemoth is aware of. So you can follow them for a while. Um, and do you have food, water? Are you packed up for this? Let's see what I got in my inventory. Hopefully I can grab some, a bunch of rations and a, a water skin of water. Like terrible items that I had with me. Caltrops of my lantern oil. Okay. It's such a long journey to Gontelgrim that we're going to have to cut back and forth probably uh, to see how you do catching up to them. Are you moving at a fast pace? Mm, maybe a, a like a slight jog with sometimes some walking and then he'll pick up his feet a little and try running, but he's probably, you know, every little drip or drop or sort of rock scu- like scuttle, he probably ducks into a, a shadow or something. This is his first time rummaging about without Farkas or anything. Thought your party, you mean? Going out all by yourself. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Stupid. Oh, God. All because of Farkas. You're just gonna leave? Oh, man. We're gonna die. <laughs> We're gonna <laughs> yeah, die yeah, without yeah, him. Okay, um, then back at the Underden, you will have a full rest, and you wake up, and there is no Rostos there. If I don't have you seen Rastos? No, I've just been preparing my spells this morning. I've been doing the same. Caliban's, like, hair is looser and looks a little bit unshoveled. Haven't seen him, no. He's probably... Just lamenting Fargus. Yes, well, we all use someone down here. That's, uh, you know, inevitable. Hopefully he realizes that and comes back. I certainly hope he didn't do anything reckless. Thunderdark's more dangerous than it's ever been. Well, uh, having known Rastos for... Uh, how long has it been? About several months now. Maybe a little bit longer. I would say that Rastos probably did something reckless. That is fair. Hmm. Um, if you all take some time, you search the Underden, you ask Anika, you ask Jim Jar, Rastos is not to be found. It seems like he packed up his stuff. I don't like the thought of prospecting uh, the worm writhings without the Minotaur up front. You're not wrong. It would seem that, you know, his things are not here. We are not very muscle-heavy. But... We could, you know, Rastos is always opposed to the plans that we had to make the rest of our minions cannon fodder. (laughs) Just throw them up front and... It's not a bad idea. It would seem that both of you need to increase your DPS while I move to tank. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, you know, maybe we'll spend a couple days here and respec. (laughs) But a couple days we may not have. The timetable still seems to be moving forward. We still don't have time to waste. We need to go to the worm writhings. We do. 
Anika can hopefully join us and maybe take come some of the order of the gauntlets, like you said, Juniper. Should we, uh, the helmet you have now? Yes. To be effective to use it to move closer to our uh, intended destination, or should we, you know? This helm is as dangerous as it is valuable. Attempting to use it at a place that I'm not abundantly familiar with can result in catastrophe. So moving closer, possibly if we've, if I've been there before, or if someone here has an artifact from a place that they know, you know, an object associated with a area. Otherwise, using this might be dangerous. I mean, it's all rocks down here. You could just, you know, <laughs> associate all rocks. I guess we guess again that wouldn't work, would it? You would just go anywhere. That's a good one. Good joke. <laughs> I rarely hear those from you, Juniper. Is it's uh, all rocks? Is and then the giant map? Is there a location or another city that's closer to where we're? Uh, let me had... show you that map. Uh, it literally has a ho- huge section labeled the worm ride. Right, right. So we'll run over to that room and look at the map. Maybe that's where we're having this combo. We'll look up on the wall. Yep. Yep. Let's so up on that map, uh, you could see that. Um, yeah, you would have um, several places that you could go to that'd be close, or you could even try to put yourself, because that's such a vast area, you could try to put yourself in the worm writhings. But it would be, uh, what's the terminology, Kratz, excuse me, Kratzmeyer? Um, well, there's like very familiar, seen casually, viewed ones, just a description of the place. Description of places is, is what the one that's based off of the map. Yeah, Unless that. you wanted to play it safe and then go to someplace like um, Mantle Dareth, that's still going to be a hike to get to the Worm Writhings. What's, what's the X on the map? That is where Graven Hollow was at. Oh, yeah, where it's teleporting. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot it keeps moving around. Uh, I guess we could, we could do Blingman Stone too. Yeah, if you have something from Bling and Stone, that would be like 100%. I, I think associated object is... the gizmo of Grackle that we got from there. That's an interesting question of where that thing is from. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to pop up there. <laughs> but, yeah, we pop up like right next to Grackle Yeah, that'd be bad. Oh, it's from Ember Shard's room. Where did you get it or what, what area is it in its title? <laughs> Juniper would have the medallion True. from... Oh yeah, yeah. stone. That's still gonna be a, a ways of a we, hike. We like, could find measuring that out. I mean, I haven't thought about this till right now. We could fucking zoink up to Gauntlegrim, talk to the king, tell him what's going on, be like, hey, can you do you have another entrance to the Underdark somewhere close to this place? And bamp to that point too. <laughs> but again, <laughs> start launching ourselves through time and space. All right. So in the Underden. Uh, the three main PCs. Uh, you all are staring at that map and realizing that the worm writhings are up to your, I guess I'd call it your northeast, and it looks like it would be several days' journey uh, by your calculations, Sir Lauren. Um, you have not been to this area because why would you be? <laughs> um, although, roll a history check. Or it should, it, I hate to put that action on you. Do you want to know more about it, what you've heard about it, Sir Lauren? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Right. <laughs> history. That is a five. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you heard about it. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, you heard, I don't want to go here, there. You heard this. It's a place where the worms, they writhe. Uh-huh. I will, I'll pass that information on. There's traders to the northeast was something important, I guess. Up the worm, I guess. Well, they're, they're somewhere. Yeah. We're not, we're not going to trade. We're going to steal. <laughs> so what's the plan? We're gonna start taking off. We're gonna start walking towards the worm writhings. We'll kind of, we kind of agree that uh, we'll contact Rastos on the way, because yeah, really we don't know where he fucking took off to. So yeah, we're gonna leave uh, leave the Order of the Gauntlet members there to have their extended vacation time. Uh, we'll probably promote Jim Jar to uh, supervisor of the Underden, uh, general manager. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll take Anika with us and head out. Uh, with the four, four of us. Yes. 
with uh, yeah, Juniper, Lauren, Calban, Rudy, and Anika. Does Rudy count as a person? Mm. Like a, that's that's bringing up a lot I would, of. I was going <laughs> to quote a uh, you know a, a, a fraction, but that's kind of rude. I thought you were going to quote um, like the Big Iron Giant or something like that. Oh no, I was going to go with a compromise. He definitely oh, he counts as a person. Hey though. Maybe we should edit. That. <laughs> that's bad. Okay, so. Um, you all are heading out. You promote Jim Jar to general manager of the Underdead. And he says, oh, fucking sweet. I love power, baby. <laughs> uh, he loves it. And Anika says, all right, uh, what is the, did you find the bull? No, we did not. So who's replacing him? You. No. I shoot from distance. Yes. I will be eating most of the damage now. All right, good luck. <laughs> Or as, <laughs> as we say in my native tongue, Udachi. <laughs> well, you are right to bring it up. We will need to be more careful going into combat without him, without a doubt. More subfusion planning, perhaps, so. Right. Everyone stay keen. And so you're heading out with Anika. Um, your lizards you gave to Hemoth. So you all are just walking along. Um... You walk the opposite direction that Rostos went. Oh, no. Um, as Sir Lauren knows that the quickest way to the northeast oh, fuck. is actually in the opposite direction. It's Ed time! Subscribe, Subscribe to our, our Patreon. Patreon. All, All your support, support helps. Buy sick merch at wearatstudios.com. Follow us on Instagram. Twitter. Look at our Facebook and Twitch. Subscribe to our YouTube to see what we do behind the scenes. We're at Studios and Stress Super Cool. Yeah! So as you wrap around that cave, you head towards the Worm Writhings. Um, at least in the general direction of. Um, it's similar to the path towards Mantle Dareth for a second, but then it does sort of veer off. Uh, in another direction. Um, do you all have plenty of food and everything? I'm sure you all have stocked up, right? Yep. Then I can create food and water. Yeah, cleric okay. boy. Cool. I'm not going to worry about that then. We'll hand wave all that. We're going to cut back to a lonely bull walking down a dark path following what he thinks are the tracks of lizards uh, pulling a cart that he believes is the cart of Hemoth. Every so uh, often I'll like bend down and pick up like rub my hand in the grooves and like pick up the dirt and you know rub it between my fingers let it fall down yeah so there's less and less dirt the further you've gone it's becoming more and more stone mm -hmm. so it's getting harder and harder for you to keep that trail uh do you have flamenzunga on no so you are blind i have a bullseye lantern bullseye lantern so you're still showing a lot of light it's it's you can make like a little beam so i have like a little beam of light so you're still showing light mm -hmm. okay so you're still showing light. Um, go ahead and make another survival check for me. Okay. I'll use the dive that Kratzy gave me for Christmas. Yeah. See how this it's rolls. It's so pretty. <laughs> not, not, not good. That is a five. Okay. <laughs> it's not rolling well. You're using your tiny little beam to look for the giant tracks of lizards and everything. <laughs> and eventually it becomes complete stone and you have... I don't know if you think that you're following the cart or not, but you have no evidence that you are following the cart uh, and the lizards. In my lostness, I've, I'll look around and I'll be like, have we been here before, if I can recall any of you this? You have not. Okay. Well, I'll look behind me, look forward, and... And you hear a... Uh, and another... Just a scuttling, a large scuttling, scuttling across the cabin walls. Okay. I think at that moment, uh, flum, I pull out Flamenzunga and I'll bonus action, turn it on. Okay, you turn it on, and you are in a very narrow, in terms of what you've seen in terms of the size of the caverns, but very tall cavern that sort of arches up, almost like an archway, right? Uh -huh. But it, again, is like fairly barren, and it is all stone where you are standing. And you realize that it would be very difficult for two lizards and 
a cart. a cart to go through down this way, and you are off on some sort of um, different path away from the normal path of traders. Uh, you think I made like a wrong turn close to here? I've been going down this way for a long time. You would have to go back and find out, but you do hear more. Yeah, I just think like if I chose like a, a fork, I'm like this way. It's hard to say. Okay. I'll probably go back the way, but sort of with my, keeping my guard up, but sort of walking backwards if the noise is coming from in front of me, you know, periodically sort of. It's not coming from in front of you or behind you or above you. It's coming from every direction almost. Just like kind of like panning around. You just hear this scuttling here and there. Okay. Well, I guess just backtracks and see knows a cart wouldn't fit down this way. Okay. As you're backtracking, you're going um, further and further. The direction you came is Flamenzung is still on? Yes, with the scuttling noises, yeah. Okay. One scuttling noise keeps on happening. You can tell kind of in front of you in the ceiling. Um, Flamenzung's flame can kind of look up. The, do you want to look up there and see if you can see what it is? Yeah, definitely. Go ahead and make a perception check. Come All on, right, give it another shot. Give it another shot. You die once again. Come on. Minus one. Pretty ah. good. Two. <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah, quite. On that anymore. Dude. <laughs> you can't quite make it out. This is not a good die for me. No. <laughs> okay, as you're looking upward uh, to the ceiling, trying to find this with Flamenzunga on, uh, you hear a loud thunk behind you, and then you immediately feel mandibles chomp into your shoulders. Giant gold bug mandibles. Okay. Chomp into you. Okay. And then you feel a claw grab your uh, side, and then another claw grab your leg, and you hear a... Uh, You can go to roll for initiative. Let's go, bud. 21. Okay. Nice. What's your AC? 17. Okay, so you're going to take... You're not raging, are you? No. You're going to take 35 damage from the mandibles and from the claws of one Umber Hulk right behind you. That is right directly behind you. Okay. Uh, you're gonna go first. Uh, one is directly behind you, um, and you hear you still hear that other thing off in the distance. Sure. Uh, it's your turn. I go into a rage instantly, being held by things. Am I grappled then? No. Okay. Uh, I swing into this one right behind me. Okay. So you turn around. You're going to have to make a DC 15 charisma saving throw. Oh shit. Saving throw. Fail. Okay. You are confused. Oh. Uh, you cannot no. take reactions until the start of your turn. Um, roll a D. Uh, sorry, real quickly. Yeah. Roll a D8. Seven. Nice. Uh, you will attack the creature once. So okay. roll an attack once. Uh, miss. Crit okay. Miss. Oh my god. Crit miss. Oh my god. You drop Flamazonga no. on the ground and you are confused. Oh, Jesus I'm never Christ. gonna break out of it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The end. And behind you hear another thump and then another Umber Hulk lands behind you. Okay. We're going to cut back to What the fuck? The other howling dark members. Chomp right away. You all are heading down uh, the tunnels to the northeast. Sorry, northwest. I keep on saying northeast. I meant northwest. Um, and Sir Lauren, you are leading along the way. Um, you know that it's going to be probably about a two days journey, two or three days. It's hard to really tell as you haven't been there before. Mm-hmm. And you don't know quite the size of this. All right, well, we will... Uh... Hmm... I guess uh, turn on the rest of the party. What is our plan of action when we get there? 
Well, um, to be frank, we don't have one other than arrive and travel through and see what we will find. Obviously, I'd like to avoid any combat. It might happen, but plan is very low to none. We had a, an idea that maybe, you know, if we, from what Juno Park can remember, if we just, you know, travel the tunnels, it will be fine. Maybe we'll find the egg and just take one and run and teleport out. Or maybe we'll find these weirdos that, you know, try to trade into parts and then we can uh, steal an egg from them. If they don't want to, we just murder them. Yes, that's all we know is Worm Riding is big. And there are some humans who have symbiotic relationships with the worms. So, find the egg, get the egg, teleport back to the Underden. Get yes. in, get out. That seems like a good idea. Is uh, so Lauren, have you tried to, uh, you know, talk to Rastos yet today? I have not. It might be serendipitous to do so currently, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, if you want to hold on for a little bit, I understand. True. Don't want you to, you know, now that we're down, uh, a beefy boy. But don't na- now that I'm thinking about it, that you brought it up, we should have a quick exit strategy. A keyword, code word. Shit's going sideways, get to me and we'll teleport out. Well, you could just yell out the shit's going sideways. I don't think the worms are going to know what Yes, it but means. it'd be fun to have a code word. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as long as it's not like, you know, massacre them all, because that could be confusing. <laughs> well, since Rostos is gone, if I yell, if anybody yells, Targruel, get to me and we get out of there. It's a, a little bit sad, but uh, appropriate. Well, I did not think it was sad, but Jin said it was a little bit sad, just so you know, you know that. Hmm. Well, do you want me to contact him? Um, I mean, or I don't know. We, we don't have much going on. I mean, except this, for walking. At this point, <laughs> you might as well. Jin would like to know if he's doing okay. Okay, and Jin went back to bed. So uh, just I don't know, maybe ask if he is doing well. It's not my friend. It was Jin's friend. <laughs> All right, I will, I'll cast sending, see if he can respond. What do you say? <clears throat> hmm. Say, uh, I'll say, let's see here. Rostos, where have you gone? Status update. Will you be returning, heading to Worm Writhings? Rostos, you hear in your very muddled mind a familiar voice. I don't know what you personally think of Sir Lauren, if you consider him a friend or just an ally or whatever. I will let you choose what saving throw you want to make here, depending on how you view your relationship with Ross, uh, with Sir Lauren. Because um, I think we're kind of in uncharted territory in terms of if someone can cont- contact you if you're confused or not. Did, uh, do I get a save at the end of my turn for that spot or no? Uh, no, not until the beginning. Okay. Um, so. Uh, I would think he's a friend. They're um, all going to be minus probably. Yeah, the start of your next turn, you'll you'll make one. Um, but whatever you want to make for that save. If I view him as a friend, what is that one? I'm saying you choose. Oh. Well, they're all minus one. <laughs> Doubt it's constitution. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to assume it's wisdom or charisma. Well, no, you can choose. I'm saying you can choose what your saving throw wants to be. If you can give me a good argument for it. If I hear the faintest whispers, I'm like confused in the back of my mind. And it sounds like a friend reaching into me, which I've had voices in my mind from friends before. Right. Perhaps I'm pulling upon the most 
inside of me that I believe in to like pull up a voice to hear this familiar voice. Sure. Since I'm a little confused, I'm like, fuck it. So it becomes more of a physical reaction rather than a mental reaction. And your heart beats strong. Go for a constitution saving throw, nice. Rostos. 13. Oof, it's a 15. Okay. You're rolling shit. Yeah, I'm rolling really You bad. hear it, but you cannot respond. Okay. Uh, on your end, Sir Lauren, you're used to people responding. You basically hear static. Mm, that does not bode well. No response. He can't have gone dark already. I, would I know if... Would I know that it was successfully cast... Like, is he still alive? Would I know that? That's a great question. Why don't you roll an arcana check? Alrighty. 17. I think you would. It's almost like you can tell when someone picked up the phone, you know? Yeah. Like you can tell they received your the, call the, yeah. and your, your spell succeeded. You're not around a bunch of phasers right now. So you would be familiar with how stuff works around here. It got through, but someone wasn't on the other end for whatever reason. Oof. Uh, it would seem he's preoccupied. <laughs> How is he preoccupied with anything? You know he can't think. Uh, I do not. I can't give you the answer to that, but he's not responding. That would make him mad at us. Sadly, there's very little to be done about that. Distance between us. We don't know where he is. There's nothing. And... We're heading in a different direction on a different task. I believe his fate lies with himself at this point. Until we can reconnect and he reconnects with Hemoth. Then we can get some bearing on where he actually is. Alright, so the other three of you all traveling on? Worm writhings. All right, you go onward towards the worm writhings. In the meantime, uh, can one of you all give me a d20 roll? Juniper. Oh, come on. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I'd say come on. Oh, I can't read that from here. It's a nine. Okay. All right, you all travel <laughs> on safely. You hear a few... You know, water trickling here and there. Every once in a while, you might hear something running around. The far-off rumblings of some sort of creature in the Underdark. Nothing out of the ordinary, Sir Lauren, since you are from the Underdark. Let's cut back to our uh, bovine friend. Um, it is the other Umber Hulk's turn. It is going to attack you. It hits you twice. with Once with its claw, and the other one has its mandible. So you have two of them flanking you now. Um, you are confused. Flamenzung is on the ground, still burning bright. Uh, it hits you for another 20 damage. You are raging, and you did attack last time. All right. So now it is the other Umhulk's turn once again. It's going to bite and claw you. Um, I hit you twice for 20 more damage, so 10 because you are still raging. It is now your turn. You can try to break confusion now with a charisma saving throw. 16. Yes. 16, you break it. Oh. You come clear. Oh. You can still have your t full turn. I'll pick up Flamenzunga. Okay, for that's going to be your weapon action. Uh, and then I'll attack at the one that has me in its claws. The one in front of you? Sure. Okay. Plus 8, 23. Yep, you hit it. Or 25, and I'll go for two attacks on it. So yep. 16. 16 misses. You hit it once. You flanked. Might as well reckless, dude. Yeah. Uh, 10, 16, uh, 18, 20 damage on the first one. Okay. You do 20 damage to the, the one in front of you, and it sort of lets out a hiss. <laughs> Surprised that you kind of broke its stare very quickly, actually. Um, and you notice that when you hit it pretty good, some of its juice comes out of its... Uh, what do they call it? Like an, an exoskeleton? Like a thorax? Or? Well, that's like the middle part of a yeah. bug. Yeah. But yeah. like the exoskeletal part of I it. I can't remember what it's yeah. called. Car carapace. Yeah. Carapace. 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 Thank you. Go. Yeah, the carapace. A, a chitinous and, carapace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you notice that it sort of like the flame from Flamenzunga kind of catches its blood on fire a little bit and it rubs it off and hisses at you again. Cool. I'm going to use a bonus action. Go for it. Uh, 
to take a second win. Okay. So that's 1d10 plus 2. So it's 10 HP nice. added to me. So you are flanked by two Umber Hulks that are hissing sure. at you and chittering. <laughs> and might as well just like roar out and I'll action surge to Let's give us, give us a roar. Let's go. And hopefully Flamin's on the light and lights up even more heavily. Let's go. Uh, 17. 17 does not hit. All right. 25. 25 definitely hits. Twenty-two damage. Okay, twenty-two damage. So, um, roll another d6. Are you attacking the one that's already been hit? Mm-hmm. Roll another d6. As you notice that Flamenzungen's fire seems to be really catching into like the juice and ooze that's coming from this bug. Six. Six more damage. So, mm-hmm. what is that total? Thirty-one. Twenty-two plus six of twenty-eight. Okay, um, you're starting to crack into the carapace of the first one right in front of you. Okay. Um, and let's cut back to the other group. No! I don't know what happened. You all go further on <laughs> with nothing in front of you um, that you've seen so far. Sir Lauren, you're fairly confident that your directions are true, and you are heading towards that northwestern direction that you're looking for. Um, is there anything that you all want to do in the meantime before we get to the worm writhing, or before you hopefully get to your destination? <laughs> I really hope we don't run into any purple worms. <laughs> just making small talk as we wander well, the cave. Well, I would just say that. <laughs> I don't know. You know, we're going to their, their large area that they live in. You're from here. Yes. You said we're not going to run into them. Which... I hope so. <laughs> hey. Uh, might remind you, it's been nearly a day. Do you wish to rest or continue on? Anika says, I'm sorry. Yeah, I figure it's going to take more than a day, so rest when it's appropriate for travel time. Yes, we'll find a good spot. Caliban's been walking kind of distracted in his book all day. Find a good spot and rest. Okay. What kind of spot are you all looking for? Fucking definitely looking towards the traitor and and, uh, the rogue to see their expertise. Yeah, kind of looking around uh, probably for any rocky outcrops or kind of uh, any uh, stalagmites or something like anything like that. Something with a nice barrier against our wall, our backs or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe like, yeah, if there's a stalagmites come from the ground, right? Stalagmites, remember the M goes up like little oh, two pointy things and a T, stalactites hang down like the T. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, that's clever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, still like my, like, especially if there's one that has. I like, get paid to teach. I, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but if there's like, a, if there's a stalagmite that we ever came across, especially that had like, it came up and there was like, it kind of blocks view but has two exits. Yeah. You know, so you kind of move around both sides. Why don't you two roll a whatever you want in terms of looking for that survival, investigation, perception? I'll take anything. Investigation. Nature is a 21 for survival. Uh, 21 investigation. You find hey. exactly what Elliot just described. <laughs> Perfect. 100%. Except there's a cursed skull. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, damn it. No, 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 <laughs> no. It's pretty much what you want. It's, it's the closest thing you could look for. You've been in the Underdark for a while. You're from the fucking Underdark, Sir Lauren. So you know what you're looking out for, and you all travel a little bit further after Nika makes that suggestion. You find a good place to do um, a rest. You all want to rest here? Yeah. Yes. Is there anything else you want to do? Uh, just for a little bit of added security, too, uh, I'll uh, cast Stone Shape. Okay. And I'll kind of make like an awning from the rock above us so it kind of just blends in. Sure. So we're kind of more just covered up. Caliban will cast a fourth level Greater Invisibility at Rudy so he can store it for the following day. He has a fourth level in Greater Invisibility mm. uh, stored inside his body. Smash Cut. <laughs> Oh, dude. Back to Umber Hulks. We're going to finish this fight out right here. Okay. okay. Umber Hulk's going to make a grand total of six attacks against you, Rostos. Okay. All right. What? What? Let me know if any miss. I will let you know if any miss. However, I just got a crit. 
Okay. I got actually two crits. Okay. I miss you twice. On the one mandibles. So, you are starting to gather yourself. You put up Flamenzunga, and they claw at you, and you block it off, right? However, you are flanked, and one of the mandibles gets you right in the neck in an important jugular vein. And then as you sort of react to that, one of them sees that you're reacting, and they get you with the claw right in sort of the abdomen area with all your guts right there, and they get you with another crit. Um, And then as you're starting to writhe a little bit, two more claws hit you and also do more damage. Your grand total is... Grand total is 64. Half. Okay. Which is halved, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. And he gets an attack, right? Yeah, but they did miss an attack? They missed twice. So I'll use... I hit re- you four times. I'll use repost to roll an attack at them. No. Okay. Come on. Is this a reaction? Yeah. Okay. one of my things. Uh, 18 plus seven, so... 25 to hit? Yeah. Yeah, you're hitting the one that you've kept on hitting? Whoever missed me, I get to hit. They both missed you. The one that I kept hitting, yes, Okay. I will attack that one. Go ahead. Nineteen damage. Okay, uh, you crack further into it. Uh, roll another d6. One. Okay, Flamenzonga is uh, seemingly lighting upon like it's it the ooze that's coming from, and it's it's crying out, and it looks kind of like you're cracking its carapace, and it's actually starting to retreat about five or ten feet away from you. Um, and you notice that it's looking at you like kind of not sure as the one behind you is there as well. Um, and it is now both of their turns. But they get another? Oh, I'm sorry. It's your turn now. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was your reaction. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. 24 and 21 to hit. Uh, which one are you attacking? I guess the one that is still there, not the one that's retreated. Okay, so not the one that you've hit before, the one that retreated. You're turning around and hitting the other one? Since he's super engaged with me. Okay, so... I'm going to have you roll another DC or another charisma check because you're looking to a different Umber Hulk's eyes now. But I'll give you advantage because you've already broken this once. 13 or a... It's a 13. All right. You are confused again. Okay. As you look into a different Umber Hulk's eyes, roll a D8. Four. Okay, you do nothing. Okay. All right. Um, upon seeing this, the one that retreated from you comes up and attacks you again. And it hits you twice for another 20 damage. Okay. The one that you just lost your um, sort of sanity towards is going to attack you as well. He hits you once for 16 with his claw. He starts sticking into your side, grabbing your... 16 damage or to hit 16? Damage. Okay. Go ahead and make another saving throw. Crit 20. Crit 20. Or or 19. You snap out of it. Okay. You snap out of it. You're there. You have your full turn, but there there are two around you right now, and they're digging into you. I go for the one that I've damaged them that just came back. Okay. 18. You hit him. All right. Let's do this. Max damage, 18, 20, 26, uh, 28 damage. Describe your kill. I, I slice it right through this whole carapace and splits in half. Splits in half, and as you notice that the ooze sort of lights up on fire as well, as it goes... Knowing that it gets on fire, can I... When I slice through it with this one, sort of spin around, trying to pull some of this sort of goo and sort of slap, like swing with it into this other one. Go for it. 21. Yep, you hit it. You're going to do an extra 2d6 damage with your fire and your goopy, weird flamenzunga. 
two piece on there. Plus an extra one d6. Two d6. For damage. Uh, 18 AC. 30 damage. Okay, so you hit it pretty good as well. Uh, you hit it well enough, and it sees its other one burning up. For a bonus on for hitting it with that attack, I'm going to use my hammering horns to sort of do a strength thing to push it 10 feet away from me. Cool. Oh. Do I make a strength saving throw? Yeah. All right. Uh, 25. Crit fail. Let's okay. go. So I'll push it 10 feet away. If it falls, it falls. If you do more than that. You put it down. It doesn't expect you to do this. It's not used to fighting minotaurs. You gore it. You fucking shove your horn into it, and you keep on running it, and you run it into one of the side of the walls. Roll a d12. Nine. You do nine more damage to it. Sick. You have it pierced up against one of the walls. It's its turn, and it's going to try to escape, but the way I see it, you got your horns in that fucker. So it's going to try to push you off. Let's make a strength contest. Okay. Mm, 14. I got a seven. Okay. What do you want to do to it? Like, uh... You've got your horns in it, so it's going to be hard to hit it with your axe. But you can do what you want. Oh, as it's trying to escape, I just push the horn further into it, into the wall. Make another attack roll. (laughs) Yes. 25. Oh my god, okay, yeah. Um, let's roll 2d12s. 9, 4, so All right. 13. 13 damage. You're doing a lot of like fucking work on this beast, and it's starting to cry out in pain as you got your horn right in there. I think it's your turn. I guess since my horn's right there, I've like loosen my grip with Flamenzung so it's, it slinks totally down and then I go up towards its belly with it. Alright, towards the thorax. Now we can use hey. that term, right? Hey, hey, it all comes back around. Go ahead and make an attack with 16. advantage. Oh, sick. 20. Alright, you hit it. Oh, sick. 11 plus uh, 17 plus 4, 21, 23 damage. Describe your kill. Straight up the, the bottom of it. In twain. And as you do that, the juice from the thorax, from the bug, from the carapace squirts out everywhere, and it's on fire, and you are in a dark, tall, narrow cavern with little bits of ooze on fire. I take one of its legs. Hold on. Way further down, you hear more. Way further down the cavern. Go ahead. The way I turned away from it. Yes. Right? Yeah. I take one of the legs off of it and I'll try to rip it off. You got it. And then I'll, in like molten flaming carapace, I sort of stick the, the end of it so I get like this torch. <laughs> and then I pick up my lantern. I go, Flamenzongo, you must be quiet now. And I put that on my back and I'll start going back the way I came. Rastos. Yes. Is this the end of our story together? I don't know. Farkas is still in our story. We must find him. I just want to say one thing. What? If our story ends, mine will continue and yours will not. And if your story ends, your story with Fargus also ends. Well, that is why I must find him, my friend. We must find him. I'm with you until the bitter end... Or the sweet victory. We'll see what the fire brings us. We'll see what the fire brings us. I make my way with my carapace torch instead of my lantern for a little bit. Your leg torch? Yeah. (laughs) Bug leg torch. Sweet. I mean, it's fucking cool. (laughs) 